Breathe, believe, be. Breathe in the goodness of God. Believe that he has it all under control. Be everything he has called you to be. You can take these three words and create your own narrative. This is Breathe, Believe, Be, the podcast with Fatima Fayad. What is going on, beautiful people? I took a much needed break from this thing because I needed God to work in me so that he could work through me. I needed him to download in me before I could share anything. And last year, I know for many of us, 2020 was a year. When I say a year, you can enter whatever comes to mind after that a year of revival a year of pain a year of sadness a year of joy a year of provision whatever it is for you for me it was a mix of a lot of stuff a year of confronting a lot about Fatima a year of healing a year of heartbreak a year of joy, a year of love in all aspects. And looking back, I realized that in the midst of all of those different things, God was so present. So before I get into it, before I share, I just want to pray real quick. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you for your love. I want to thank you for your mercy. I want to thank you for your grace, Father God. I want to thank you, Lord, for constantly showing your face in my life, showing me who you are, showing me who I am, and reminding me that I am yours. I thank you, Lord, for all the things that you have shown to me, Lord God, the ugly parts of myself and the great parts of me, Lord. I thank you, Jesus for the way that you have allowed me to transform. I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for the peace that you gave me, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for the joy that I felt even in the midst of my storms. I just thank you, Lord, that you choose me. And I just pray, Lord, that as everybody is listening in, Lord, that they know that they are also chosen, that they are also loved, and that in you, Lord, that we have everything that we may ever need that we find everything in you, Lord God, that outside of you, Jesus, we are empty, but in you, we are full and not just full, Lord God, but we overflow. So I just thank you, Lord, for the overflow that you give to us, Father God. And I just ask, Lord, that you continue to be with us, that you never take your presence away from us, Father God. And I just pray that we continue to run to you no matter what our lives may look like, no matter what circumstance we are currently in, Lord God, I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for who you are. I thank you, Lord. I honor you. I give you all the glory and all the praise, and it is in your mighty name that I pray. Amen. Y'all, it has been such an extraordinary year. I'm going to say that. God has been allowing me to see so much, and I had to allow him in, in order for me to see things through his lens. And I'm going to be honest, I'm still in the process. It is a journey. I I had to continue to tell myself there is no destination. It's a journey. 
You know, you reach one point and there's another one. You reach, you conquer that point, there's another one, right? But God is in the middle of it all. We also we always say he's the author and the finisher, right? The beginning and the end, but he's also in the middle. He's right there. And one thing for me, for many of you that know, I am a child sexual abuse survivor. And last year, with all the time in the world that we had, God finally sat me down and started to show me to me. What happened to me was not my choice. What happened to me was not my fault. But every decision that I made after that became my choice. Became something that I decided to do. And he sat me down and started to show me just how much I was allowing this thing to control my life to control my decisions, to control the way that I loved others, myself, and God. It showed, he showed me just how much this thing was taking over my mind. I was giving it so much power and I wasn't realizing that the power that I thought that it had over me was nothing compared to the power and the authority that God gives me in Christ. And once I started to realize just how much power I had over that thing, things started to shift. God opened my heart and he allowed me to sit down in front of my perpetrator, tell him to his face that I forgive him because God forgives me. And in order for me to be set free, I needed to let go of what was keeping me bound, what was keeping me imprisoned. And that was the anger and the hate and the resentment. And I didn't even know it was still in me. I thought I was good. I thought I had moved on. And God said, nope, you're still there. One prayer that I would pray constantly last year was Ezekiel 36, 26 constantly asking God to turn my stony heart into a heart of flesh. I prayed that so much and I didn't even realize that he answered my prayer. And God is just so faithful in that way. Sometimes we think that he doesn't hear us or he's not listening because he's not doing that thing that we are asking in that moment. But if we continue to be persistent and the things that we are praying for and allowing God in more and more and more, we start to see his hand in our life. Truthfully, when I had that conversation, it was not Fatima speaking. It was all God. I asked him, Lord, give me the words to speak. And when I speak those words, Lord God, may they come from a place of love and peace and strength. And he did just that. He gave me the strength that I needed in that moment. He gave me the peace that I needed in that moment. He allowed me to tap into the power that I had. He showed me how to tap into that power and the authority that he gives me. So whatever it is that you are harboring in your heart, whatever it is that you are holding on to, 
First, I just want to say, I'm sorry if anybody has ever hurt you. I'm sorry if anybody has ever damaged you in a way that had made you feel like there was no way out. If you are still in that place and you feel like there is no way out, that you are so broken, that God can't restore you, that he can't bring you out of this, that there's no way that you can live outside of the anger and the hate. I just want to tell you that there is a way out. There always is with God. Anything is possible. He is a God that works miracles. And when I tell you I am living proof of that, what I just told you is proof of that, proof of what God can do. So just lean into him. And if you can't right now in this moment forgive, pray Ezekiel 36, 26 over your own life. Ask God to turn your stony heart into a heart of flesh. Ask it to him over and over and over again. And you just see how much your hardened heart will soften. Even if it's little by little. I tell people all the time, if day by day is too hard for you, take it moment by moment. It's okay to feel angry, but do not allow that anger to overtake you. I allowed it to overtake me for so long that I didn't even realize that I was living in a place of anger everywhere that I went, whether I was in the grocery store, the church, in my car, with my family, wherever it was, I was in that place. I was allowing myself to live in a place of anger. And once I started to allow God in, he completely started to change me from the inside out. And I still got work to do. But I acknowledge where I was and I stand in where I am today. And I'm excited for what God is going to do in the future. So just cling to God, cling to his peace, cling to his wisdom, cling to his love. And know that whatever it is that you are seeking, whether it's freedom from bondage, whether it's peace in the middle of your grieving, whatever it is, God is your ultimate provider. He is Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. He will heal your heart. He will heal your mind and he will restore you to your original form. Just trust him, lean on him, and allow him to do the work.